Wait, we gotta do a test. It looks like our bars are a little off a little, which is funny. because Like what? Off how? Well, it just looks like your uh, your gain is like... Way up? Yeah. that would make sense. Hello. No, it looks like it's way down. Da 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 down. There we go. Gain now it's down. perfect. <laughs> oh, man. That was a great Ridley Scott movie. Oh. Wait, gain is down? Gain down, yeah. God damn it, Kenny. Whose shit's going off? Turn off your shit. I had it on Don't Notify. Except for emergency contacts. I think I have it for all contacts. So it's just kind of just... Um, don't notify me unless anyone contacts me. <laughs> right. Dun, 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 the gain's down. Welcome back, everybody. You are just in time for the Chips and Bits podcast. Woo! Doggy! This is that uh, that podcast that you love. That the, you, well, the one about video games. It's one of the podcasts. You might have us confused for all the other podcasts. Maybe. But it's hard to confuse us. Yeah. But us. anyway, if you're looking for Grumpy Gamers, we've changed our names to Chips and Bits and our URL. So don't ever go back to there and support us here. I am your host this month, Matthew Anderson, with me with the commentary as always, Kenny Myers. You're doing commentary too. I know, you know. It's literally a commentary podcast. It is. Uh, this month, we're going to talk we about... a review podcast? Close. Yeah. Like, is, I mean, we never really give scores or anything. No, but we, we tell you if we like a game or not. Yeah, I feel like we should start giving scores just so we can get that Metacritic money. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. Why don't we start with this one? Like Eurogamer Spain. Woo! This month, we're going to talk about this fucking game, Kenny. <laughs> I am so excited to talk about this game. We're going to talk about this fucking game. Mass Effect Andromeda. Colon. Andromeda. Andromeda colon. I think it's just one. So I got to look up a quote. Hi, everyone. Kenny Myers, professional podcaster here. I accidentally hit the space bar on my keyboard, thus stopping recording for this podcast. There's going to be a pretty weird edit coming up, but if you're down to get a little weird with me, here we go. What? I stopped recording accidentally by hitting the, the play button. Is that what that was? Yeah. We're wow. back. We're back. What do you know? How ironic it would be that we'd have weird recording glitches while we're trying to record. I don't Mass know what Effect, you're talking about. Colon uh, Andromeda. I brought this up with you before, and I brought it up with everyone I've talked to about this game. God I damn it, fucking Kenny. turned off my phone. You are the most unprofessional podcaster I've ever met. I paid for these microphones, and they are very nice. They pick up everything. They pick. I don't even know which device that's coming from. I'm pretty sure it's my computer. Probably. I guess I can mute it. Maybe. No, my computer it was, was muted. muted. <laughs> this is such bullshit. Anyway, professional podcast. So, Mass Effect colon Andromeda. Uh, this is the, from the Polygon Review. Mm. which uh, I read Polygon. I think it's a good site. Yeah, they're pretty good. Occasionally they have editorials that are just dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I really like Mass Effect Andromeda, comma, but I don't know that you will. That's the quote? That's the quote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. And I feel that that's my review of Mass Effect Andromeda. That's your review? It is. Oh, all right. Well, let me see what my review would be. 
Um, I think Mass Effect Andromeda is a piece of shit. No, no, no. Okay. My review is, uh, remember when you played Mass Effect 1? Yeah, and it was, like, frustrating, but there were moments of really, like, amazingness and moments that, like, first of all, just talking to people was amazing. Yeah, and they had, like, this great new stuff in the game, like the the uh, the weapon and power wheel, and they'd done story-driven Was that dialogue. a Mass Effect dimension? I mean, in that way, yes. It was um, the first time it was done sense. really well. Uh, and then they had that amazing character-driven story. And the, right. I mean, just the story and the characters were just Shepherd. amazing. Right? Shepard. Really well-realized world, awesome characters, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then you got to the end of the game, and, and mostly you were like, okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this has a lot of potential. So much potential. I cannot wait to play Mass Effect 2. They're definitely not going to squander this series in the last 10 minutes of the third game. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but basically, it, it was a game with flaws, right? Uh, but with also some really awesome, neat new things. Yeah. And... and I could totally Wait understand. Wait a minute, it. hold up. You are actually being really are you about to not say you 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 don't hate Mass Effect Andromeda. Here's what I'm about to say. That was the setup. Okay. okay? So imagine that. Imagine okay. when you played Mass Effect 1 and, and if you agree I'm with imagining me, that. That's the feeling you had at the end. I first time I played a 720p game on a new TV. Okay, so now so take that feeling, yeah. right? And then take that feeling of of potential. Yeah. This game has so much potential. Take that out. Okay, so no potential. That's Andromeda. Oh, that makes sense. So you don't like Andromeda. No, I don't like it at all. You hate Andromeda. No, I just thought it was really bad. Okay. Would you, if it wasn't a Mass Effect game, do you think it would have been, you would have had a different view on it? No. Okay. If it wasn't a Mass Effect game, I probably wouldn't have played it. Well, Matt, let's dive into that. Let's Let's, talk about your feelings there. Let's talk about how in this game, uh, the new things they added they found a way to make them all stupid and annoying. What's funny is they added old new things that were annoying in their first incarnation and were subsequently not, to me, they weren't as annoying. Oh, no, there were some new new things, like jetpacks. Well, no, no, I'm talking about, like, the Mako. Oh, yeah, there's that You found that way more annoying than I did. Mako's essentially an an exploratory car because Mass Effect, you go to planets and they're big open worlds, this version of Mass Effect. After scanning these worlds, <laughs> I can't believe they brought back fucking scanning. I yep. like what was the meaning? They're just like, you know what people really loved fucking scanning. <laughs> and it was just like everyone in the room going, rawr, rawr, rawr. that was good. It wasn't just that they brought it back; it's yeah. that they brought it back. They made it about the most boring version of it and unrewarding, unrewarding, pointless. They added more detail and more more no. visual yeah. features to it. And then they added these fucking transitional loading screens. Well, we're not even there yet. Okay. Ugh. So you didn't like the Mako, which I can understand. Sometimes it could be really slow. No, no. It's all the time it's no, that, slow. No, I didn't find that to be the case. It's always slow. But here's the thing. There's a strategy I employed when I went to every new planet. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of games, they essentially have quick travel points on these planets. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing anything else or stopping and along any way... I went and I unlocked all the quick travel points. Mm-hmm. It made it made the game, it was just so much more efficient. And I think you're right. I think it was because of the vehicle. I didn't have to use the vehicle as much to get places. Right, because if you did, you would have hated it. Because the first round was slow. It was just meticulous. I don't know. I get in these fucking modes. I get it with Assassin's Creed, too. Like, I played more Assassin's Creed games than you've had, because you're just like, I'm fucking done with this shit. Yeah. But when a game, like... This, which has some concepts that I really enjoy, science fiction, aliens, even, they're very broad concepts, third-person action, uh, 
and really dumb collectibles and things. Mm -hmm. I just find it weirdly, like, cathartic to spend my time just doing bullshit for, like, 10 hours. Yeah, but I did, too. Like, in Mass Effects 1, 2, and 3, there was... You know, they, they there was, was not was a, as much bullshit as in no, this no, game. but it was an increasingly you know open world in scope, and there was more, way more stuff to do as well in each of the games. Right, but all of those things were generally, even though they were like fetch quests, and for those of you who don't know, fetch quests are essentially just go get me this. Yep, come back and it'll and give you step it. two of the mission. They were whatever. always a little funnier, a little character driven. In mm-hmm. this game, there were there there were literally just missions where you just discover enemies and like there's a bomb there, stop it, and then you stop it. And that's not nothing. true. There was movie night. Moving, uh, you didn't like movie night? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't like movie All right, night. So, uh, Mass Effect has a really, really, uh, I even think this one has some really great characters. I thought it had a couple. I, they suck at their human beings, and they've always sucked at human beings. The only person who arguably wasn't a shitty human being was Miranda Lawson in Mass Effect 2. Who was a highly altered human being. Yeah. I mean, and Shepard was pretty great. Well, but that's only because you created Shepard. You made Shepard your own. I'm not talking about the Avatar. Okay. I mean, the Avatars can be generic and stupid. The characters are more interesting. But there were also people, like, I don't even remember which Mass Effect it was, but one of the generals or the commanders that you had kind of a more of a uh, relationship with in the the previous ones that was sending you on the missions, that was a great character, too. Um, You know, it's not the greatest, but... Still, I mean, this game sucks. <laughs> this game so, just sucks. So, yeah, and that particular... The, the reason I brought that up is the movie mission is this character named Liam. Who's terrible. He's just so awful. He's just so poorly written. Yeah, poorly written, not But I thought he was really the only truly poorly written one all the time. Really? Yeah, I thought Korra was at least had that interesting... Uh, there was a character named Korra who had a background with another alien race that I thought was intriguing. Yeah. I and, thought there... And I like that she, you know, she played it by the book... I thought their so, loyalty missions were fun and challenging. The loyalty missions were fine. Yeah. The missions themselves. Yeah. The One of my favorite aspects of the character-driven stories in previous Mass Effect games was just yeah. how much emotion they seemed to be able to pull out of these virtual yeah. characters. And there were some really good side stories that just like told this really tragic tale. And so there was like two characters and two missions in particular in Andromeda. Motherfucker, you play Mass Effect Andromeda, but you still won't go through The Witcher 3. So there's a couple of them in this one that get that same that touched kind of that that same nerve, and the rest of them just weren't even close. Yeah, I mean, there was so much to to this game that was rehashing of the old cliches and tropes that Mass Effect had already created, and yeah. stories and things you already knew to look forward to that they relied on to build up some of these relationships. Right, there was barely anything new, and the new stuff was pretty bad most of the time. The combat was better. The combat was not better. The actual combat, not how the powers and stuff were. Great. <laughs> yeah. Because switching my weapons and doing three powers that are only one thing, that was fucking terrible. That was so stupid. Yeah, just like... Oh, and I mean... And the auto cover? What the fuck is that? Do you know what's terrible in this in this game, Matt? Uh, most of it? The art direction. The art direction is really bad. <laughs> <laughs> and let alone... they. Another thing that they did that was really fresh. I don't know. I just really enjoyed it. And I like, I know enjoying it. I'm like, wow, Matt's going to fucking hate this game. It's really bad. I was like, uh, Matt's, I can't, Matt um, had, was two months ahead, three months ahead. 
two months ahead. Two months ahead of uh, the podcast games. Mm-hmm. And now he just finished this game today. Like and he hasn't ago. done any other future games. Yeah, I've only played this. Yeah, and so, so we're moving stuff around to accommodate Andromeda's effect on this podcast. Yeah, Andromeda has literally sucked the podcast out of my life. You know, Mass Effect has a special place in this podcast. It heart, does, too. We, I mean, we've come full circle yeah, this talking is, about this game. Mass Effect 2 was like, uh, we considered the glue that bonded our friendship together, I mm-hmm. would say. I would say. And let's be fair, the Mass Effect, with all of its warts, the Mass Effect series still to this day, one of my favorite video game series of all time. Not anymore, buddy. No, I'm, this is, I'm not including this in the (laughs) Mass Effect trilogy This was made by Canadians too. Where were your people on this one? So, I don't, I mean, uh, I don't even know where to start. You did. You said it's a shitty game. It's really shitty. Like. Well, what do your notes say? You took notes. I'll tell you. I started with positives and negatives so when i first started using their jump jets yeah i was like oh cool uh until you had to do the platforming level until you had to do anything with the jump jets (laughs) they were so bad and i was like what the fuck are you talking about when they started introducing platforming things i was like what is this yeah it's like jumping in the middle of nowhere is great but i like the jumping and shooting mechanism that you could boost up that was great too Yeah. yeah But there's so much jumping up to higher there's places. So much, like, and, and they have this animation where when you jump, you have to jump and then mid jump grab a ledge and then throw yourself oh, over the so ledge bad. and then land in this action stance. And it takes you know two seconds to yeah. complete this before you can hit A again to jump. And there's no double jump and which is really weird because the animation on Andromeda is like par excellent. It's like the the par for gaming animation. Really, I felt it was very below par. No, it's fucking terrible. Oh, okay, That was good. sarcasm. Sorry. You just don't know where I'm coming from now, do <laughs> you, buddy? This whole game has thrown me <laughs> off. Yeah, I mean, gosh. Everything that you would come to expect from any game, let alone from a Mass Effect game, is off in this game. The Some of the like way back high level... Uh, uh, how, do you, how would I want to word it? The, the look of some of the worlds... Yeah. That was real. That was better than I was expecting. Like the the graphics, from a high level, were better. Construction of the planets, perhaps. Real quick question. Yes. You have an HDR television, right? Yeah. Did you notice HDR when you turned it? Like, did it? Every once in a while. It didn't feel like HDR was in fact, and I think it might be a PC version thing. No, I mean I, I could notice it from time to time. Also, if you don't know, HDR is. I mean, you know. 3D was a trend. HDR is like one of those things. Like you just put once you put it on, you're just like, why aren't all fucking games supporting this shit? It's just really good. Yeah, it's it's the jam. Yeah, we uh, we endorse that. We give it four out of five crab apples. I give it three Mass Effects out of four. <laughs> but uh, so what else? So the the construction of the planets, uh, I thought were a bit like the, the the level design, for lack of a better term. Yeah. And sort of the styles of it were great. However, no, but you said the, the level design was great. Was that's incorrect? Because when you had to move to certain areas, it was very difficult to discover how you could get to areas. And when you started the jumping thing, literally, it's almost like you're jumping up on what you think are platforms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that's a key component of level design. So, again, level design. I'm, I'm using design in the aesthetic sense versus the actual level design of pacing and platforming and all that jazz. I thought it was, I thought that the planets were pretty unoriginal. Otherwise, what I was going to say is the actual look and feel of the planets were mostly boring. Well, they were mostly uh, Star Wars. Yeah. I don't know why everyone follows the Star Wars template. You can't have a place like New Zealand with ice. <laughs> And a volcano, and, like you can, and like and a beach, like that's really frustrating. You know what's better about that? What 
Japanese RPGs. You mm. should maybe try some of them. You know, and so what else about the worlds that made the driving around in the stupid car extra bad? Yeah. Was the fucking draw distance, which was... Oh, I didn't have that problem. Oh, it was garbage. Well, maybe you need to upgrade your graphics no, card. No, no, I don't need to upgrade my I, graphics card. I did not have a draw distance issue. Okay. I, I've played... But I run that shit on, like, Nitrous. Yeah. I've I've played many games of higher fidelity and more better graphics than Mass Effect Andromeda recently, and none of them had anything remotely... This is like this is like Grand Theft Auto 3 level problems with draw I, distance. Well, did you play 4K? Yes. Your card can't handle 4K on Mass Yes, it can. No, it can't. Well, it should my be card, able to, is my feedback. My card can't handle 4K on Mass Effect. I dropped down to 1440. That's, that's why my draw distance wasn't bad. Look, you don't have to defend it. I'm saying, I'm if it can't, that's fine. Actually, I do have to defend it, because this is a podcast about a conversation it, with these pieces. If it can't handle it, that's fine. It should be Matt, able to, though. you don't have to speak about Mass Effect Andromeda on this podcast. They should have designed it so that it did handle it. One of the things you do That's a not, lot. No, because you can't think that there's no, there are very few games that can run at 60 frame, like like 4K I resolution. I don't care. Scope the world down then. Change it so that my I'm driving faster and there's less things like multiple repeating bushes directly in my field of view that all pop in all the time while I'm driving and distract me in my fucking car. That sounds like a, a simplistic solution to an incredibly complex problem. It does. You're just and like, since there are plenty why, don't of other... they, why don't they just fix it so it's beautiful all the time? Since there are plenty of other games, including those by mass that have Mass Effect in the title, that did not have this issue. You I mean assume, by other Canadians? I assume there are other people that could have solved this problem. Other Canadians, Matt. I'll just come out and say it. Here's here's what Inquisition looked game, beautiful. Here's what playing this game made you feel, like they didn't finish many many parts of the game. Well, I mean that's you can just so all this. It was pretty obvious to everyone on launch that Mass Effect Andromeda was an unpolished product. And I played it way past launch, and it's still right. and really we unpolished. we played probably the least buggiest version of it based on what I've read about older stuff, seen right. videos. Uh, and so now, like, right around as we started, like, playing this, all the articles came out with, like, the postmortems of what went wrong with this game. Yeah. They're all like, uh, so it was rushed. They were going to do a procedural generation, and that worked out really well for everyone who's done procedural generation. Yep. Always, always a winner. Uh, like No Man's Sky, the eternal target. But see, so there's also, like, you can look at the scope of some of the decisions that they made, and I can tell you it was a bad decision. Right. For example, they didn't just create um, a galaxy map like they had in any other Mass Effect. They create, like, they literally, computationally, it seems like, created a full galaxy that you can fly between. Right. And it, like, makes it look real. And then when you're at that planet, if you leave the map, the view in front of you from the command deck is that view that you were looking at. Totally. Not useful. Like, it, it, they didn't need to do that. And but, the shit that it added to my experience that was so poor. But Matt. You could fly to those places, and it felt like you were flying. No, while, it didn't. While it loaded, it did not. That's, <laughs> oh my god! They, they had obnoxious. this thing. Oh, the yeah. loading thing, but the loading screens were from the original Mass Effect. They were obnoxious then too. Remember going to the Citadel and just be like, just give me the fucking Citadel, and it's like showing the spinning thing. Yeah, it's except like, pew, pew. except loading screens are fine when yeah. you're going in between missions or going from place to place. Yeah, loading screens once you get to a galaxy. To go from one planet to another planet only to hold down the left trigger to find out there's nothing to be found on this planet so that yeah. you can do that to another planet. And having that take like two minutes each time. Yeah. I, to be fair, not really a loading screen so much as a uh, 
time spent kind of thing. Yeah, but a stupid one. It was incredibly dumb. It was so obnoxious. It was I I don't I can't tell you how many times I hit X to skip while I was playing this game. I know. And over a hundred for I, sure. I, I don't know what they were they they just wanted people to be like, ooh, space. Yeah, it was poorly designed. I, I mean the whole game was poorly designed. Yeah, let's continue talking about what else was poorly designed. I mean the whole fucking game was poorly designed. Let's talk about uh how every so <laughs> they've got these unique alien races. <laughs> But every single one. So if you like run into an Asari somewhere in Mass Effect Andromeda, right? Every single one of them looks exactly the right. same. Right? They're, they're a blue alien race with fins, not fins, like gills on their forehead. They look almost like the plant people if you really think about it yeah. from The Last of Us. Yeah, they like blue, but they they it's the exact same model. Like, right. It's literally the same. Right. And most of the characters were that way. The humans were the most different, but their faces look terrible. <laughs> like, right. Just the worst. Right. Uh, I, yeah, the voice, the What'd voice What do you think acting, of the new races? Uh, the Angara? Yeah. I thought they were pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, Angara were cool. What was the other new one? Uh, the cat. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which. We're fucking stupid. We're basically the Angara. Let's talk about the cat. <laughs> Let's talk about them. <laughs> the cat were the Angara. That's a major spoiler. Sorry. Uh, but apparently the cat are just everyone, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, yes. Well, uh, no, I'm not sure about that. I, uh, I was speaking with one of my colleagues, my sibling brother, about this, and he was disappointed that Mass Effect, that they leaned on so many of the old series tropes that were unnecessary, including right. an alien race essentially like the villains of Mass Effect 2, mm-hmm. and a super race with unknown motivations that can, like, alter worlds, mm-hmm. uh... That is smarter and more powerful than everyone, just like in the entire Mass Effect original trilogy. Right. Completely unnecessary. It's cool enough to come to an entirely new galaxy where nobody has any concept of anything. Right. It's like, it's really weird. You get, But they just, obviously they were rushed. They had a bad budget. They had a lack of creative direction. And when they finally settled on one, they didn't have enough time to really execute it too well. I, I mean, to me, in my looking back on my experience playing the game. Looking back. It seems like... They spent many, many months building the galaxy map and navigation system. Building the the, sh- the planet traversing yep. system. Yeah, like it was going to be this major part of the game. Which it was, if you read. And about then they it. spent many, many months working on the driving a car around a planet. Right. And everything else was just filler. I, it just was terrible. I cannot stress this enough. If anyone at any time who works on any future Mass Effect games, assuming that they ever make them again, wants them to be good. Don't don't do fucking planet scanning. Take it out, all and, the way. And don't don't do a Mako. Right. Just if you want to do a planetary exploration thing, make a different series. Yeah. Or or make it smaller or like, make it reliant I get, on drop points. I get that or Mass Effect's original concept was to be like a planet exploration RPG. But no one plays it for that. But then it turned into this beautifully written uh, character story. Yeah. And now it's a space opera, so go fuck yourself. Well, I mean, space there's it, always a space no, opera. No, so what, what I mean is everyone loves it for being a, a space, space opera. opera. Okay. So if you don't want to make that, go yeah. fuck yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe go back to uh, Quebec, right? I don't know. if Are they from Quebec? I think it was, uh, it was Montreal, actually. Yeah, yeah it was Montreal. Well, formerly. While you're at it. Ooh. While you're at it. Ooh, they're gone now. But Edmonds is the one who is the original BioLawyer office. While you're at it, you know what These else you can take out? These are your fucking countrymen, and I know all about this, and I can't believe you don't. You can uh, you can take out the, I'll put it in air quotes, crafting system as well. While oh, my God. 
And you know what? Fuck, they did this thing. They did this in Assassin's Creed, and I hate, I hate this concept. I hate how it's executed in all these games, which is the send squads out to do things for a time period. It's like to keep you coming back to the game every like few hours. Oh, that shit, too. Yeah. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, they're strike missions. So I've only ever Ugh. played one game where it's addictive and I like doing it, and it makes sense because of the platform. And that's on 3DS, and it's a Bravely Default, and you're playing 50 hours of a fucking RPG anyway, right? So you're always coming back and just being like, and you get big rewards for it, but it's not like it's it. Uh, you have to do it. Yeah, you, you don't have to do it in this one either, and it's stupid. And it's fun because, like, sort of how, at, remember how in Bravely Default, you build, rebuild an area, like, with, with towns and people. You level up these areas, you get more items, you get really interesting things. In this, you just, like, send them out, and the teams get experience, and then you get some weapons. But the weapon system's so terrible because it's really unclear which weapons are good or not until you actually craft them. But to craft them, you have to research them, and once you're done researching them, you can level them up. And when you start using them, you actually start realizing that this gun is really terrible against everyone, yeah. which most everyone is. And then you go on the internet and just look up which guns are best on Mass Effect. You use those two guns and you're fine. Yeah. And that's not even taking into consideration the fact that the the menu design, both from an aesthetic and feeling standpoint, and then how many steps it takes to do some of these oh things my is God. so atrocious yeah. that I can't believe they published it in a game. But uh, there's also the method that they decided to choose for researching and crafting these things, which was you go out and you scan planets or you find you get research points by achieving objectives. Or you find hidden blueprints. Yeah, or you find those. And then you can use those yeah. to get use the blueprints to give yourself the ability to craft it. And then you actually have to have the resources to craft it. But the blueprints, you have to level them up one by one. Yeah. So you have to get armor number one armor number two, all oh, the way yeah. through five. And then once you get five, every once in a while you find out there's an advanced version of it. But guess what? It's advanced version one and then two. And and then they add another oh layer God. on top of that because you only unlock certain versions when you hit certain levels. Yeah, it's it's just really, really bad. Beyond and that, you have to invest so much to get those things up and you're not sure right. if they're good investments. You don't yeah. get like any specialized rewards for it. And it's like really unclear and then when you find out that the two best weapons in the game are a sniper rifle and a shotgun, you're just <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah. I. Uh, Although kudos, because nobody ever, ever, ever does shotguns enough justice in any game. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that, because I played, I would say I played uh, maybe 80% of, well, and I, I don't think I played 50% of the game. So I think I played, but 80% of what I played, I yeah. played as a true, I was trying to build the best biotic did you I can build? So you can free these worlds essentially, make them habitable for mm -hmm. humanity. Did you hundred percent all the worlds? No, I hundred percented two of them. Okay, and then I hundred percented all the worlds. Another, and then not really close on th four and five. Yeah, I pretty much was left with no side missions in all these places. Like I said, some weird sort of cathartic thing for me. Um, I lost my train of thought. But I knew it. I knew while I was playing it, I was like, yeah, this is, this is not good. Matt is, Matt is not going to, I knew, Matt's not going to, we're going to go up to the edge with Matt on this one. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. Anyways. I forgot, Matt. I forgot something, something else shitty. Matt only plays the finest fucking games. That is not available. true. The finest, purest games available I, to I his fine taste. this very podcast by describing another game in this exact series. He that dragged I, me into this very podcast. That I felt like had many flaws. Was not a perfect, you know game by any stretch but which one was it it was the first mass effect 
We didn't podcast about that. No, no, I'm saying I mentioned it at the beginning of this podcast. That that's the game I played, and then oh. I enjoyed, and then I w- I look back on now lovingly. Yeah. And had Andromeda done some more right things, it could have done that too. Yeah. But it didn't. It did all stupid things and added in a whole bunch of bullshit that's not important. And then the stuff that is important, they didn't do well. Like yeah. the the reason why I play a Mass Effect game, none of those things are here. Yeah. Really bad. Well, I mean, I I like some of the characters. Oh, I know what I was going to tell you. You know who's great always, no matter what? Who? The fucking Krogans. Yeah, Krogan was great. I don't think... I would be impressed if somebody wrote a bad Krogan. I guess maybe the... I don't know. He could have been better. Office. He could have been better. The first Krogan wasn't that great either in Mass Effect 1. He was pretty great. And what happened to... You know my favorite character? What's the weird amphibian ones? Where are Salarians. they? Salarians. No, no. Not not the Salarians. Those are the Salamander ones. Like Talia? Um... What? No, not Talia. She's a Quarian. Yeah. Um, well, they're on that. They're on the Quarian arc. They're green. They're on the. Are you talking about the guys who talk with emotions? Yes. Yeah. Who are those guys? I forget them. They're on the. They're on the. There's a. There's this uh, teaser, if you will, at the end of the game, where you find out that there's a Quarian arc, which wasn't really mentioned whatsoever at all. Well, no, they had mentioned that it was lost, and they thought it was gone. Yeah. Uh, that it's still around, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Don't come rescue us," and you're like, "Good." I will, but I hope it's not the cat again. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it's probably the super intelligent alien race. Yeah. But they, they're not spaceships, they're planets. They, they were they were he was green. He was in he was in your crew. He was green and skinny. Oh yeah, no, like that's a, a different one. Or a Drek or a Obviously made a real impact on you, Matt. I really liked that character. It was one of my favorites. And, and he just, had he had really cool like vocal. They did the voice. Yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Uh, anyway, so before I forget, yeah, I was making a biotic. I wanted to go biotic. All you the way can't this go time. biotic. All you, the way. The, you know, it's terrible. You know, you have to pick a, the. To their credit, I thought it was an interesting d- design system because you essentially shifted what you wanted to be. Yeah, but so I did that. Uh-huh. I picked biotic, and then I switched to something else because I started developing some other skill. And like, I'd never really done tech, so I added in tech, and I picked yeah. so like whatever. Did the you next was of that. do the sidekick for tech? What's the sidekick for tech? You get a little robot sidekick. No, I didn't get that. I love the robot Because I got so disenfranchised of trying to mix and match. The fact that I could only have three powers. Disenfranchised is such an apt word for this review. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Since they only allowed you really to use three powers effectively, and by effectively I mean really bad, uh, especially if you're playing it with a controller. Very hard to use the powers. Yeah. Yeah. I eventually switched. That was so dumb. Yeah, I switched... um, and just went back to my old stomping grounds, picked Vanguard, added in some combat skills, and then started just leaping around the map and doing huge explosion and shotgun techniques. And the game was way better Yeah. at that point. Yeah. But I'd already played like 40 hours of the game. Maybe it's because I kind of had that approach from the beginning. It was a little more fun for me. But, man, I got to tell you, I mean, I don't know what got into me while I played this game. Because talking about it, and I felt all these feelings, but I just kept going and be like, oh, this is enjoyable for me. I just, but I yeah. knew, and I still feel, that it's a terrible game. Yeah, it takes forever. The stuff that you want to play, you can never get to. It's not fun when you get there. The characters aren't as good. Some of them are really good, but yeah. not all of them are good. The story's not really inspiring. The game mechanics are terrible in a lot of ways. The menu system's atrocious. Yeah. Animation. The menu system's Ooh. horrible. The menu like, system's one of the worst figu- I've ever experienced. Figuring out what you need to do to, to like move your character forward was... Inc- I. There was whole features I didn't discover until like three or five hours into the game that were available. It was insane. Yeah. And then how you get those. And eventually you do get used to it. I mean, I never, yeah. you never felt like, once you learned it, 
you you got into it, but it wasn't like rewarding. Like one might get in a game like I don't know Alien uh, Isolation, where you just learn how to to move through the the pipes to avoid the alien, mm-hmm. you know, or like pause and timing, or like a Dark Souls game where people might try and try, but then they learn how to handle the combat, so they dodge effectively, they kill the boss that's really hard, and they feel good. It was always just like I can't believe I figured out how to use this shit because. It makes sense to me now, but it's so stupid. I just can't believe they ditched the combat and power wheel mechanic. Why would you ditch the power wheel? There was nothing wrong with that. There was no reason to ditch the power wheel. It's really good. Yeah. And it's very problematic in this game. If they really wanted to do something interesting, so in the first three Mass Effect games, you pick classes and you stick to a class and go through it. In this game, they're all about like those classes you can jump between based on what you invest in. Yeah. What if the wheel just switched profiles and you had those set up as a certain thing? That would have been interesting. Sure. But no, nothing. You just have three powers and whatever two guns you've bet your bet your time and yeah, money all on. All of your shit on. <laughs> and even and then you've got some special ammo you can carry around. Yeah. Good luck switching your weapon and then adding that ammo, the special ammo into the I mix. never use that stuff. And then sometimes I didn't think it was working. Like I felt like I clicked on an on Right, that's because you clicked on it while you didn't have your gun drawn, or that there's many different scenarios in it's which so if dumb. you try and load the ammo, but you're not yeah. in the right position. So I didn't end up using it. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just this game. It's really irritating. It's a bummer, isn't it? It's really, it really bummed me out big time. Can you think of any game that was like a big franchise game? That, well, I guess Assassin's Creed 3 would be the equivalent. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 3, that's the equivalent. Yeah. But even then, that was more just like. They were adding and adding and adding, and each game that they made, the system just collapsed. It felt like they were making a game less like a game you wanted to play. This one, to me, hurts my heart more. Yeah, because they did that already. You know, they did three games. They listened to feedback. They didn't do it all the way, but it just had you had so much hope. There's like, if you're gonna go back to this franchise, you have all of the pieces in place to make an amazing game again. Yeah, and And they just ruined it. Electronic Arts, you need to just fucking hold the trigger until it's ready to go you just need to just wait yeah you just need to wait just for this one there's only a few franchises where you should do that yeah this one needs to be bright but if it's right it sells for like decades like mass effect still sells on steam sales like it's it's like a a, it'll sell big and then it'll keep going and there won't be any podcasts like this out there yeah this bullshit podcast where two guys who sound like every other two guys have a gaming podcast podcast about how bullshit this game is that's why it gets Two out of ten flavalerkians. Yeah, I don't know what we're calling our rating system. I'm trying to, I'm trying to workshop things here. This, this gets one out of four Mass Effects. That's what it gets. <laughs> so, but here's the thing. Contextually, that would make sense if one through three came out. Then that would say like, oh, this is clearly not a great game. Mass Effect is great, but since Andromeda is a part of Mass Effect, I know it's the one out of four. One out of four. You can't use the system to rate the game itself because it's a part of the system, man. Look, man, this is like a Mass Effect game, dude. Yeah, it's totally a Mass Effect game. Uh, I don't know what I rate The this story game. wasn't too bad. The story, no, the main story was bad. It wasn't too bad. Let me tell you what, okay, this is how this game starts. You ready? I don't know if we have enough time for this, but fuck it, I don't care. It's 34 minutes. Is so, so you start, this character-driven game that you've come to love, you start, you find out uh, you're either male or female, whoever you picked, and you have a... a you twin. have a, a twin. Twinsies. Yep. Yep. Brother or sister, depending mm-hmm. on which one you picked. You got a dad. He's not the greatest. You're not sure what the role, you know, like, what the interaction is And he talks like him. this, like, all day. He's got, like, oh, he's got. Let, again, pause, right? Yeah. Put a pin in that for a second. 
looks terrible. Yeah. Right? The animations on this dude, real bad. Voice acting, couldn't be worse. Can't really connect with him. Don't even give a shit about this guy, right? Yeah. And they go and they send you on this mission. It's literally the first mission that you could go on. Right. And your dad dies. Right. I mean, that's not an abnormal thing to happen in any sort of That's not an plot. abnormal thing, no. Lest but, we forget up the movie. But not all, like, from the, the way they presented it and the pacing of it, yeah. not even, the, I didn't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I could care less that here's, he died. Here's an idea. And then they didn't even help out, because all the characters standing around do these, like, lifeless faces with smiling <laughs> and frowning so and poor voice acting. You'd be like... Wow. Did you ever he have a conversation a where you were staring at a wall? Those were the funniest. Yes. Where you'd like go up and talk to someone and then you'd end up just like the camera was the wrong angle. And so yeah. they do this thing where they zoom in, much like their space travel on yeah. the conversation. <laughs> but it takes like three additional seconds every time that it doesn't need and to. And sometimes it focuces on you, but you're standing in front of the character. Or so you watch the back of your own head. Or you're like watching The Rock. Yeah. Because you're just like you... <laughs> As it's zooming in, or like you just time it so you just hit left on the joystick, yep. and then you're just staring. as oh, so great. It's, it looks like it looks like a, a formalized cutscene. I mean, scene. here's it doesn't why, look like you can change. I it. just thought about that beginning. Like, why didn't they fucking? Why didn't? Why wasn't your dad your partner on that mission? I don't know. They literally have that's like that's a really long mission. Yeah, and there's not much. I don't think there's a save point on it. I don't remember. Is that my dog? Yeah, I thought it was. That's a making the fucking podcast. <laughs> You know, fuck it. No, we're done with this game. I'm done talking about it. Yeah, the fine. plot I thought was okay. It was tropey sci-fi stuff. No, it's that's not the point. It was tropey sci-fi stuff that they'd already done in this game series. Well, it's not like Mass Effect. Not hasn't, acceptable. Hasn't blown a plot before. It's pretty much famous for that as well. Yeah, I'm just saying, not acceptable. Yeah. Well, they got the writer who wrote the first two series back on the Anthem team. Anthem looks promising, but imagine if you're on that team and you're seeing what like but. This team and this series, yeah, they they were approaching could do no wrong, even though they'd done lots this of isn't, wrong. This isn't that t- the team. I know, but it tarnishes that expectation. Well, I mean, this is just a large corporation. I think it's unfair to say this team. No, I'm saying this game. This right. game makes you look at future games. That what have... you were literally saying was this team. Sorry, that's not what yeah. I meant. This is like, first you spit on someone, <laughs> and then you're going to start spitting on all their friends. Yep. No, I think this game makes you pause. It makes you pause when you see... And this is, again, I don't know if you understood this, but this is, these are your fellow countrymen. I don't care. And these, your country fucked I up I Mass didn't say Effect. anything about them as people. I'm commenting on the your game country that they made. fucked up Mass Effect. Yeah, well, sorry. Your country also... Sorry. Your country also made Mass Effect. Yeah, they also did. <laughs> but they also made Mass Effect 3's ending. Yeah, they did. I don't think they made the Bureau, though. All right. I'm ending this podcast. Oh, you look so dis. You just look so disenfranchised with your podcast partner this round. No, no, it, I'm disappointed because I feel like I could literally talk another 40 minutes about all the terrible parts of this game. If and you want, just, I can go get a beer and that, sit. <laughs> coffee will keep you company on the podcast. Coffee's coffee will my keep dog. My pants clean. Yes, my dog's name is Coffee. She's a liquor. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Mass Effect Andromeda. You know, I unlike I, I unlike know. the Polygon review, I'm sure that you will not like this game. Yeah. And if you do, it's just because you didn't really pay attention to the game you were playing. Yeah, I mean, I can't recommend this to anyone, but I enjoyed it. I don't know what happened to me. Kenny's a masochist. (laughs) Well, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. I give this game 10 out of 10 masochists. (laughs) But sadomasochists. Uh, Thanks for joining us, as always. Uh, I've been your host, Matthew Anderson, across from me. Kenny Myers. Hey, Uh, hey, 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 guy. I know. I was. I didn't so do dour. any of the things. I didn't do any of the things. Well, first of all, you got to do the things, but also let's do it a little upbeat. 
All right. So the, your time with Andromeda is now done. Yes. Thank God. Long live Andromeda. And also, so uh, we're missing out on, uh, I don't think we're doing Dishonored 2 now. No, we're going to play an indie darling, right? Uh, well, so far, God, this game's fucking crazy. I can't wait to talk about it. And you should tell all your friends to listen to the podcast to hear about it. Yeah, what's it called again? Pyre. Pyre, that's right. That's our next one. That's what we're going to talk about next from, month. From someone we've podcasted about before. Yep. Bastion, one of our earlier podcasts. You didn't play Transistor, though. No. I loved Bastion, though. Yeah, it was great. Uh, cool. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. Uh, here I guess, you go. If any of you are still listening, I guess here's all quick. the stuff where we need your help. <laughs> yeah, sorry. We should have mentioned this at the beginning. Uh, fucking A. Before killing you with Andromeda. But yeah. um, I love that Fuji song. It's a cover. Yeah, yeah. So we got a couple of things. We, we're on iTunes, obviously. That's probably, if you're listening to this podcast, where you're listening to it, 90% of people yeah. do. But uh, if you haven't given us a review yet and um, you liked every podcast other than this one... <laughs> Feel free to go and give us a review. And if you're a Patreon subscriber, we're yeah. going to actually put a podcast that we never published before. And it humorously has to do with the same sort of disappointment with Mass Effect. It does, yeah. So you're going to get a special treat along with this podcast sometimes in the, in the next week or two. We'll Maybe. put up the bonus Mass Effect I mean, Effect it really depends episode. on I feel like it. Um, it's kind of related to it's this. It's related to Mass Effect 3. We went and recorded a podcast. Thank you, Coffee. We went and recorded a podcast and... Uh, uh, it was the first podcast where we just hated it. We just yeah. hated the feeling. Yeah, I don't think we've ever listened to it either. I've never heard it, and we just hated the feeling of the podcast. Like, like, and it was all about the ending to Mass Effect Three. And mm-hmm. what's funny is, we had gotten so much of that out that I, in our orig- I remember when we finished our actual Mass Effect Three podcast, we didn't even talk about the ending. No, it just was like we just like we didn't even want to touch upon it. No. Nope. But yeah, oh, so man. you can listen to it for the first what a, time. What along a great with us. thing to listen to for someone who <laughs> contributes to a podcast. Boy, I know I'd sign up for a podcast that has this kind of shit. So yeah, reviews on iTunes, and uh, if you want to support us on Patreon, you can do that too. Yeah, uh, you can find all those links on our website, chips-and-bits.com. Oh, we need a better URL. Hey man, I tried. I know. Anyways, that's all for us. We'll see you again next month. Thanks yeah. for listening. Uh, first pyre, pyre. We love you. Bye. Bye. together to form the ultimate superhero. Are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Ba, 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 ba.